Excuse me, what is going on here? But first we're going to make a little detour. So absurd, so questionable. Yeah, I guess we're just the weirdos. Expect the detour. It's bright outside. It's bright. And we're not used to working in the daylight. Mm -mm. I personally, I personally like to scamper around like a nocturnal rodent, making women stand up on chairs and go, eek! You know how women scream. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah, very similar. Y'all know how women scream. Mm -hmm. Y'all make women scream all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well... <laughs> It's a weird way to say that, but I do prefer it when y'all like slink into my house. Yeah. Like at night, like under the cover of darkness, as opposed to just kind of strutting up to my house where everybody can see you. We look too happy yeah. in the daylight. Like you look like just out of place. It looks out of place. It's too much. You can yeah. see me. I don't want you to see me. Feels like we're you having know? a nice clandestine meeting at night, sneaking around. Like we've got something to hide from others. Yeah. Now we're just doing it in broad daylight. Yeah. <laughs> I, um,. I don't like it. I don't like looking at the sun. I didn't realize the sun had a face on it like like the Teletubbies. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> it just is a baby up there. Doesn't ever oh, age either. It doesn't just age. Still a baby. <laughs> I was under the impression it was an old man with a Fu Manchu just kind of staring down on us like a wise... That's, that's your son? Yeah. That's, I think everybody <laughs> has their type son. You see what you want to see when you look up at it. I think um, mine is a Wilford Brimley from the diabetes commercials. <laughs> Diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> Just over and over again? Yeah, yeah. Your life is hell. <laughs> Almost like people with diabetes. <laughs> you know, I, I, I realize that we call people Saturday workers. Oh. But today, yeah. we're actually doing it on Saturday. And I don't want to disappoint people. You know, I, I think a lot of people might think that we record on Saturdays because of you know what we call everybody we, we haven't worked on a saturday in forever in almost a year yeah. in almost a year i mean this is the first saturday we recorded on in forever and that's because saturday is our sabbath day is what we yeah call yeah it. uh, it's, a, it's our day of rest yeah um because sunday you are dressed in a nun bone. outfit right now <laughs> <laughs> for your sabbath day yeah yeah we work to the bone every other day of the week you look we very pious <laughs> <laughs> head down yeah it's a day of rest and relaxation, and uh, there's a lot of nuns when we walk nunnery. in. Yeah, a lot of crying. You just you change your house into like a monastery every yeah. Saturday. I usually go completely silent on Saturdays too, <laughs> so I had to break that for this. But with as many nuns as we have walking around this house right now, you would have thought Evan would have assumed the role as like the priest or the pope in this scenario. Right. But he went right to nun. No, he wanted to wear the dress and the headset. <laughs> Well, it just, like, conceals you, you know? What's better than a lot of concealment? I just don't <laughs> want people to see me. The nun outfit looks very weird with the facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing about being a nun is, yes, I did take a vow of silence only on Saturdays, uh, but I did get the little, like, fine print at the bottom of my little vow of silence contract from they God. Vow of silence contracts? <laughs> that says, uh, you can break that for questionable detour. Oh, that's okay. really Man. good. Thank, thank God to the Catholic Church for yeah. <laughs> accommodating your schedule. That's why I didn't say a word until we got the mics up. Okay. Um, <laughs> and once we hit stop on this recording, I, you're going back. Yeah, yeah. Going yeah. Back. Well, so, that's that's just how know. it is. That's that, that's good. <laughs> you're gonna go back to singing like very slow chants. Mm. <laughs> it's it's a hum. It's not a singing. A maximum of four notes. <laughs> <laughs> Five notes is the devil note. Like, mm -hmm. you don't want to... Yeah, yeah. Mm. Four notes and that's it. Well, the devil starts to creep in once you get above four. And it's like... <laughs> he... like God God made, like, four good things. And then the rest is just... <laughs> you know? So, that's just something we got to keep in check. You know, as sure. a man, I can't dispute that. You, <laughs> you are a woman man of God. <laughs> it's good you took the, the right to celibacy on. Mm -hmm. I'm sad. <laughs> All that to say, I don't like the sun. <laughs> it's I, early. It's early. Man, it's early. Like, I woke up about the same time I go into work. Well, I'll say it this way, just to make it sound better for us. Um, we're here at like 6 a.m. Pacific time. That's sure, right. And sure. just working. I like manipulating yeah. time zones to make us sound better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't we listen too closely to how we sound, because we don't give off that Pacific time vibe. <laughs> yeah. 
you think our southern accents give it away? I think I think it might. <laughs> I like to say that. I like going, yeah, I woke up at 6 a.m. Pacific time. We live on the east side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're central time, but we live on Pacific time. <laughs> we go by Pacific time. We dress like surfers, you know, <laughs> puka shell necklaces. Evan is dressed as a nun surfer. <laughs> Yeah, a surfer nun. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like it's like how you get like you remember in the late nineties, early two thousands, they had a Batman action figure for like everything, yeah, like yeah. ice Batman yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. water Batman. This is like surfer nun. Surfer, surfer nun sounds like a really bad Disney Channel movie. Or saving souls and shredding waves. <laughs> mm, yeah, that'll be uh, my catchphrase. Uh, walking on water. It was right there. <laughs> oh there man, <laughs> that's what it'd be called. Yeah, and that would be the punchline. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, yeah, sounds like a bad Disney movie. I, it does. <laughs> Mitchell Musso would be in that one, though, I would say. What's that um, guy up to these days? I don't think he's really doing anything. Do you think we could get him on the show? <laughs> I'm sure Has we his career fallen off so much? Where's the moose at? <laughs> and can we... Is he in a bad enough place to where he could come on the program? Yeah, it looks like he's just doing voice acting for Phineas and Ferb. Point well, is, we're halfway there. We're speaking into microphones. All we need is somebody to just pay us for it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what we've been begging for this whole time. Wait, somebody give us money. So, Mitchell, if you've got any additional voices you need help with at Phineas and Ferb, just give us a call. Email us, questionabledetour at gmail podcast. Wait, what is, what is, our, what is our email? Questionabledetourpodcast. <laughs> at gmail.com. There yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. But if you do need additional voices, make sure they're like close to like a southern guy or like yeah. a generic male because we don't have a lot of different yeah, voices. Or maybe like a Russian Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we have that voice. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you're Italian. No, I will say our best voice is my Italian. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> the closest to its traditional accent. Yeah. We we have a lot to offer, and I think Phineas and Ferb. You know, they're they're probably in that stretch of their their run where they're thinking about adding something new in they gotta give it's been almost like what 15 years you know mm. they've been on the air they need some need something fresh what's more fresh and new than just a normal sounding guy <laughs> generic white male <laughs> recurring generic white male but welcome to questionable detour let's do some hypotheticals dave can i pose a somewhat abstract purely hypothetical question I guess I, I want to apologize for asking a hypothetical question. Well, that's a hypothetical question. I realize that people think we are well prepared here. We are a well choreographed show. We know exactly what we're doing when we enter into the studio. And I would hate to break it to y'all. We just came up with a hypothetical now. Mm. This is the hypothetical question right this second. Mm-hmm. I think this is the first time ever that we've waited till the last minute to do anything. <laughs> This is not like us at all. Um, Preparation is is our middle name, collectively. hypothetical was the one thing we knew going in (laughs) that we had pre-planned, and we didn't even do that this time. Mm. (laughs) But the hypothetical today, with it being morning during this recording, what do y'all do as a morning routine? When that rooster crows, which I assume y'all live on a farm... What do y'all do when that rooster crows and the sun is peering through the, the window? What do y'all do to when y'all wake up? Well, you know, when you first wake up, that's when you're kind of first getting going in the morning, but you're breaking out of your slumber where all those wonderful, mysterious dreams you just had were. So All you, those wonderful, mysterious dreams. Or terrible for you. I'm sure you have just debilitating <laughs> nightmares uh, knowing you as a person. Um but you want to get those ideas down. You want to be able to remember those because have you ever had a dream that you loved and then like an hour later or like five minutes later after you wake up, you're like, oh, I have that little inkling of that dream, but yeah. I can't remember what yeah. it was. Why do I imagine Evan wakes up like a Disney princess? <laughs> he doesn't I, ever touch the ground. He just kind of yeah. floats out of bed. <laughs> I have sparrows come drag me <laughs> out. He just kind of slowly moves his head and just kind of smiling. <laughs> Humming a song of some sort. Yeah. It's just kind of the light has sparkles in it as it comes through the window. It is similar to that. But there are a lot of dresses. I do. A lot between, of nightgowns. Between the nun outfit and a princess yeah. dress. But once the bluebird set me down in front of my desk, um, I get to work. <laughs> it's a lot of them. Okay. He didn't say how many there yeah. were. It's like two per square inch, basically. Um, <laughs> you look like... Like a biblical angel. <laughs> so many wings and eyes covering eyes. your body. <laughs> 
But they set me down in front of that desk, and I get to scribble in my dreams away. And the thing about me is I have one recurring dream, so this is basically a novella where I'm just continuing this dream um, and just writing as I advance in the dream. But this entire dream is just about a blacksmith that manufactures wrought iron bars. That's your wonderful, beautiful dream. <laughs> you really just... you really amped that up. I <laughs> thought it was going to be better. <laughs> You ever just been in the third person looking over the shoulder of just a burly blacksmith hammering away at just a wrought iron bar, just some railing, just some iron, some railing that's going to hold up somebody as they walk down some stairs maybe, uh, keep out some vermin just from a yard, just somebody just doing the old school, what I like to call magic, which is fabricating (laughs) metal, metal fabrication. Your, Your dream is you just watching a big, sweaty, burly man, and you wake up all innocent and... <laughs> <laughs> and just like, that's your dream? Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> Answer me this. Uh-huh. You say that the art of smithing, blacksmithing, is like magic. <laughs> Do you think that any blacksmiths have ever been tried and convicted and burned at the stake for witchcraft? I'm sure some blacksmiths have, um, <laughs> but not the occupation. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess I guess we need to distinguish. It is a man that works with metal, and not an African American yes. man named mm. Smith. Correct. Correct. Okay. Um, you yes. don't dream of anybody African American. <laughs> <laughs> Your dreams are all white. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that one. <laughs> There's no good way to answer that. No. Evan's lawyer is over at the garden going, no, don't, 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 don't repeat. Why is this the recurring dream for you? What other narrative is continuing each night with this? Are you um, just watching him for eight hours just smith a sword? Yeah, because the thing about blacksmithing, especially in... The 17, 18, 1600s. They always had work you don't, to you do. You didn't do that numerically. I think it bugs me a little bit. <sighs> don't 17, you. 18, 1600s. <laughs> Why did you, you go forward and bounce back? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's how you're supposed to count. Um, I was taught to count <laughs> two, three, one. Time is fluid for yeah. Evan. <laughs> it's all relative. It's like where you are in my head is where time really <laughs> is. where time is, okay. So anyway, the thing about blacksmithing in that time is they always had work to do. They always had more orders. So yeah, last night he was just creating some wrought iron bars. Uh, he's, not very, he's not a very good blacksmith. He, he must be an apprentice. Thing. Well, yeah, that was last night. The night before that, he was working on a sword. Okay. Oh, okay, um, okay. But then okay. he had an order of nine wrought iron bars because oh. somebody's trying to encapsulate Why, their yard. Is he is specific it? in wrought? Like, is he specialized in wrought iron? That bars? is his best one. What um, town does he live in that needs so many wrought iron bars? He he needs to venture out. He mm. needs. I I feel like he's a one trick pony. <laughs> I I like to imagine <laughs> that somebody ordered the sword, but he. He just put a wrought iron bar onto a hilt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just sharpened the end of the wrought yeah. iron bar. <laughs> he he only does wrought iron bars. <laughs> he does one thing. What's the Smith's name in your, your dream? Greg. Oh, that's Greg. not even a sexy name. <laughs> Listen, he's a hardworking man. Um, just... <laughs> there's nothing more sexy than a man just con- consistently... Working as hard as he can. Does Greg's wife know that you're dreaming about him? <laughs> does Greg ever leave the blacksmithing shop, whatever you, whatever you call it. Seen <laughs> <laughs> I've does he go home? The, the kiln? Does he ever leave the kiln? The kiln. <laughs> he sweats day in and day out. So he's me. a slave. Well, he's a working man. A he's not getting paid and can't leave? Well, I don't know if he's getting paid. I'm sure he's getting paid. People are putting <laughs> orders in. Dream. Evan yeah, built I'm, I'm, uh, mental wrought iron bars yeah. <laughs> around Greg and is keeping him there in his dream. Once again, I've never seen him leave this shop, so I don't know what happens outside of there. I don't know when people hand him money. I just know that he works, and then I wake up, and then I go back to sleep, and he's still working. It sounds like it sounds like he's not getting paid. That, or he just works the night shift. I wonder if somebody oh. else... <laughs> Do you think dreams continue outside of you sleeping? Well, yeah. I mean, like, time is still there. <laughs> Time's still a thing. Whatever time I would go to bed, time is still the same for him. Evan thinks dreams are just like a reality you patch into. <laughs> he thinks it's a different time zone. <laughs> <laughs> just waking up into a window. Like the people in China, like they see Greg go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they see Greg's home life. 
they're <laughs> like they're like why doesn't this guy work <laughs> I'm They're so wondering happy. how he how he has the money to provide for a house and a family. <laughs> <laughs> they never see where he goes. If that's true, then I'm happy for Greg that he has a life outside of wrought iron bars. But again, his wrought iron bars, second to none. You keep on bringing up the wrought iron bar. Why do you like wrought iron bars so much? You could have dreamt of a blacksmith that smiths beautiful armor, mm. beautiful weaponry. But you, you, you went to just wrought iron bars. Well, the thing about wrought iron bars is... Their utility is endless. Um, think, name me something else that has more utility than a wrought iron bar. Uh, a truck. Name me something that you can blacksmith <laughs> that has more utility than a wrought iron bar. I don't, I don't know. Maybe like a bowl? A bowl? Yeah, you can use a lot. Just... You think you can keep vermin out with a bowl? Uh, maybe. You you're you're eating out of that bowl, and you might be throwing it at somebody, but that's kind of where the use of a bowl stops. Yeah. Carry stuff with it. Well, yeah, okay, you can you carry, can carry stuff, stuff with, with it. the wrought iron bars, like a like a like a, uh, a shish kebab, like a pallet. <laughs> you just gotta carry it around, like really balance things on it. But you can carry stuff around, like some chopsticks. Alan, follow me here. Do we think this Greg blacksmith is actually in his dream, or does Evan <laughs> just have a poor soul? trapped in his house <laughs> that he just goes and watches like a show at night he was mentioning about his crawl space earlier he was yeah uh, before we started recording i'm wondering if greg is down there right now <laughs> oh, no, and the wrought iron bars up. are things that he is using to keep greg in yeah <laughs> he loves wrought iron bars so much because of the utility of keeping somebody against their will yeah yeah, I, I have been mentioning about keeping vermin out, but it's also good for keeping vermin in. <laughs> yeah. Um, you call it Greg Vermin? <laughs> he's a... Let me just go ahead and say he's a plague on society. Um, <laughs> I had to do it for the better of human race. Is it like a sleepwalking thing? Like you go to bed and you wake up... Well, you know, quote unquote, wake up sleepwalking. Yeah. And you just kind of go down there and just kind of watch him. Yeah. That see the thing is I've been talking up Greg as like a consistent hard worker, but really it's me who's the consistent hard worker. Uh, every night I go to sleep and I get to work, um, just watching Greg, just down there in my crawl space, just keeping him in. You have like a lazy boy down there, Greg. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you said he was a. He's not even a good blacksmith. I'm getting so many mixed signals about Greg yeah. here. Why did? It's changed. It's changed. I'm the hardworking man, is what I was saying. (laughs) Somehow, Evan always makes a story about himself. Every time. (laughs) Strange how that happens. He's also. I'm the one who did this. People can't see him right now, but he's putting on a cape right now because he thinks he's a hero. (laughs) (laughs) I have my number one hero badge on now. He's still in the nun outfit, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It goes together. What is Greg getting out of your quote unquote dream? I. But now that I say dream like that, I'm sorry to just ask you a question. And yeah, don't worry about me. <laughs> um, I think when he said dream, I think he meant like figuratively. Like this is his, it's his dream mm-hmm. to trap a man in his crawlspace. Yeah. So he he may have not done it yet. It's just something he plans to yeah, do. Yeah, it's just something he like a um, little premeditated uh, kidnapping. Right. Yeah. It's it's yeah, it's first degree kidnapping, <laughs> which is why I've been writing it down, planning it out. Creating evidence for yeah, the police. Exactly. We're going to say, for diary. any of our Greg listeners out there, um, lock your doors. Evan's coming for you. Oh, you just hate people named Greg. Never liked him. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a random guy named Greg? <laughs> yeah. You were out one day shaking a hand. You're like, hey, my name's Evan. He's like, hi, my name's Greg. And it's like your face just like, your eyes went dead. My grip got firmer. Yeah. <laughs> Started breathing hard. You're like, you gotta come home with me. <laughs> okay, I, I'm not gonna do anything about Greg. I don't think there's anything we can do yeah, at this point. Yeah, I, I think. Um, Trust me, there's not. Yeah, <laughs> the wrought iron bars are firm. <laughs> so Evan gets up and writes about his dream in his journal, but it's more of just him planning kidnappings. But is That's- it a dream or? <laughs> What, what what exactly is happening in his it's, mind? Uh, well, let's not crack that. <laughs> and we keep saying this is Evan's dream. Let's just change that first word. Let's call this the American dream. <laughs> <laughs> the white picket fence. The white picket the, fence. The house with the crawl space. Yeah. And wrought iron bars. <laughs> and a little man named Greg underneath. <laughs> that's the American dream. God, that's why people have immigrated here for 
hundreds of years. Exactly. You noticed how in Evan's mind, when he was dreaming of Greg, Greg was a burly guy. But now that Evan's in charge, Greg's a little man in a crawl space. Psych- yeah, there's some psychological. We going need on to there. we need to unpack that later. <laughs> man, what what happens in the mind of Evan? It is an, is an it ever mind. really my fault? <laughs> <laughs> You're bored this way. All right, Alan. The rooster crows. The alarm goes off. You know, you wake up. Your head comes off the pillow. What's your, what do you do in your morning? What's your morning routine? First thing I'm going to do, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go take a shower. Ah, good. But something that I'm really big on is multitasking. So everything that I need to do to get ready for the day, I just want to do all at the same place. So I'll just have my breakfast in the shower. Gross. <laughs> it It's not, not super gross. <laughs> just a little gross. Um, but, you know, in the, the night before, I'll plan it out. I'll put some eggs, you know, line them across the bathtub, you know. Okay. Leave out some bacon, bowl Unco- of cereal. Uncooked? Un- uncooked bacon, uh. yeah. <laughs> I assume the eggs don't really stay up on the ledge very well. They don't. After, after I, immediately after I put them there, they just fall off into the bathtub. <laughs> they crack. They crack, yeah. Well, I mean, that's good for scrambled eggs later. Yeah, yeah now they do sit there all night long. <laughs> so... I don't know how good uh, eight-hour-old eggs are. Um, but yeah, I get in there. I just ha- uh, put some toast in there as well. Now, it's obviously it gets soggy immediately after I turn on the shower. Sure, yeah, yeah. Water's involved. Um, also, after I get done eating breakfast, I have to get dressed. So I just get dressed in the shower. While the water's running? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I don't want to have to I don't want to have to get out and do multiple different things. I want to get all of my stuff done in one place. You're efficient. Yeah. Well, I'm efficient, yeah. If you're putting your clothes on in the shower, that's basically doing your laundry at the same time. Yeah, exactly. That's true. That's right. Name of the game is is multitasking. We could learn a lesson from Alan here. We could. We <laughs> <laughs> Let's learn. I don't know. I don't know what the lesson is going to be, but we certainly could learn something. Let's get you in front of some impressionable people. <laughs> let, let, let you talk. <laughs> so, you get dressed, you have some <laughs> gross soggy breakfast foods. Mm-hmm. Uncooked bacon. Weird one. Yeah, I mean, you can <laughs> cook in you can cook in the shower. You just you prefer uncooked bacon? Well, one of the things that I used to do is I used to take a nice little Bunsen burner mm. and set it on the side of a of the bathtub, sure. and I would cook my bacon on said Bunsen <laughs> burner. You have a mistake with that, a little mishap one time, you kind of decide, okay, maybe we don't do that again. <laughs> so, is that because you're cooking with open grease mm-hmm. over an open flame? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, that thing falls into the bathtub. It just it's a it's a bad time altogether. Have you tried switching to an electric griddle? Now, that might be a game changer. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that might be a game changer for sure. That, but the thing is, though, is I only use Bunsen burners. Like, I don't even have, a, I don't even have a, an oven in my, in my home. <laughs> you are very gas-reliant. We are just strictly, strictly the Bunsen for me. So It's interesting that you're so worried about it getting stuff into the water. Is your bathtub clogged up? Like, even though you're taking a shower, the water levels are rising. <laughs> so many eggshells have just gone down that bathtub. So much bacon grease. There, there's, there's no way to, uh, to get that pipe clean. Uh, let me suggest something for you here. I'm here in your plights, and I want to su- suggest a solution for you. Install a garbage disposal in your bathtub drain. It'll That's a good idea. It'll never stop it up again. And they're going to honestly be, that could be something that we could market, I think. Just bathtubs that come with garbage disposals. You know, the, the common man that wants to do everything at the same time. The efficiency-minded folk. The, the man who can't bother to eat his breakfast at a, <laughs> at a different time than when he's showering and getting dressed and preparing himself mentally for the day. And drinking a 12-hour-old coffee. Drinking a... T- <laughs> yeah. Did you make the coffee before? Well, the coffee is an interesting one because I've got a... It, it's sort of a rigged situation. I've got a coffee filter with coffee inside of it strapped to the shower head. So the water hits the coffee in the filter, <laughs> drains into a cup that I've got placed on the bathtub so you're floor. Not even, it's not even hot enough. Though. It's not. It's not. <laughs> actually make coffee. It's got a gross, lukewarm coffee. When they say, when bathtub coffee haters call it dirt water, that's essentially what it what it is. <laughs> So you eat breakfast, a questionably nutritious breakfast, and you get dressed. You got your slacks on, mm-hmm. your laceless dress shoes. Yeah, yeah. Your button-up shirt. Mm-hmm. It's all wet. Absolutely soaked. <laughs> just, just drenched in water. How do you work? Because you need to make an income. That's just how life is. How do you work in the shower? Well, the cool thing about it is, is I I can work remote. So what I do is I just I bring my laptop in there. I've got a <laughs> 
somewhat of a <laughs> uh, opaque garbage bag that I just tie around the laptop. So oh. I can't I can't exactly see <laughs> the screen very clearly. Your emails, <laughs> for emails, are incoherent. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. <laughs> Yeah, thankfully what I do is I keep the signature, you know, on my email so they know I don't have to type that out. You know, you know your signature is the fact that it, the words don't make sense. Yeah. It is It is a gamble and as to what I've said to who, um, there is no way to be sure. But one thing is for sure is that I'm able to do everything in one spot. <laughs> You're efficient. Have they caught on to the amount of times they've had to replace your laptop for water damage? (laughs) This is Alan's 17th laptop this month. What keeps keeps happening? (laughs) This man cannot keep a water cup upright. Yeah. Yeah. I think you spill water on it. And honestly, I'm I, at this point I'm too afraid to tell him about my <laughs> about my multitasking. I just I just keep saying uh You're you're a pretty persecuted people. I I the, am the efficient. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they say there are a lot of downtrodden groups um historically the Israelites, you know. But then also the multitaskers. Yeah. The efficient ones. So you could just Tell me you have Parkinson's because uh, mm-hmm. it seems like you're ashamed to be an efficient one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like so how just tell him you have Parkinson's and you can't keep that cup. You're in the closet. Your you're, yeah. You're, yeah. You're a closeted efficient one. Closeted efficiency. You know how like Batman, like Bruce Wayne doesn't tell everybody he's Batman. He's he's not afraid to tell everybody. It's just his little secret. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That's kind. Of, that's kind of me with efficiency. You're a vigilante on that laptop, aren't you? <laughs> I certainly just, am. You're on Facebook just Anything exposing. I can do to protect this city. <laughs> <laughs> so the only time you leave the sanctity of a shower is to go to bed then. Yeah, that's right. You don't dry off. No. <laughs> I am I am completely soaked most of the time. My hands, my fingers look like prunes. Yeah. <laughs> wait a second, wait a second. Before we move on from that, you're saying you're in a shower for eight hours a day. At least. At, at, at least eight hours a day. <laughs> Oh, your fingers have to be shriveled up. Yeah, there's yeah. no oil left on your skin. <laughs> you walk out of that shower and your skin just dries yeah. up. Yeah, you look like yeah. a corpse by the time you get out of there. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I, I wouldn't say it's the best look for me. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, that's not what that's not what matters. Not to mention the chafing, the chafing from the wet clothes. <laughs> Think of the nipples, man. <laughs> The your underarms. underarms. Oh my god! The, the spot on the upper thigh. Oh yeah. Oh my god! It's it's one of those things that, as you're describing it, you know it it it, it does sound terrible. It <laughs> it does sound borderline unbearable. But it's one of those things that you kind of have to push through because you really you want to be better than everybody else that does things separately. Absolutely. You know, like they're they're idiots for doing that, and which you just got to keep in mind you're better than them. He's literally doing that to us right now. Yeah, he is. He's kind of looking like down on us. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we're at the same height, he's kind of like yeah. tilting his head down. a little bit. Yeah. You haven't weird. noticed, but I've been, s- I'm slowly standing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want me to blow up your spot here. And, you know, I, you can call me a bigot if you want for victimizing your people. Mm-hmm. But you're re- the only thing you're double tasking is just showering and one other thing. <laughs> <laughs> Multitasking? <laughs> Just one other thing at a time. Yeah. You're still eating or working or doing some sort of yard Get work. Dressed. <laughs> Just showering with it. How can I do yard work from the shower? Tell me. <laughs> you have a long extended pole out to the yard and you're just raking. Really long hoe. Uh, we got a pulley system. <laughs> and the water in your shower just happens to be on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like you're really the only thing you're multitasking is just the shower. It is true. <laughs> yeah, so, it just sounds like you're agoraphobic. Like you don't want to leave your house. Not agoraphobic. I'm actually algoraphobic. <laughs> Not a big Al Gore guy. <laughs> I'm one of the in, lead one of the leaders of that movement. <laughs> in the shower, you have his face up on the wall and you throw darts at it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not to mention the water bill. A lot of credit cards taken. Lot. <laughs> yeah. I'm that. I'm in serious debt. <laughs> The city has thought about just coming and unhooking my, <laughs> unhooking water to my house. You've gone through like four water heaters in the last mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good question. Do you consider yourself an athlete? 
No one has ever looked at me and accused me of being an athlete. <laughs> okay, I just didn't know if this whole multitasking thing you saw is like a, a sport. Because the chafing, um, <laughs> there's a lot of trials and tribulations you have to go uh-huh. through to get this done. So I didn't know if you were on the level of calling this yourself an athlete. I wouldn't call myself an athlete. I would call myself more of like a, a thought leader. <laughs> He's the Martin Luther King of the efficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, you had your dream, Martin Luther King, (laughs) and me, we had a similar dream. Everybody has dreams. Everybody's got dreams. Yeah, yours is probably the most marginalized. So, (laughs) you know, uh, we support you. you Thank you. We're allies to the efficient, Mm -hmm. the efficient group. Well, I I appreciate that, and I just, I I know that if there's there's anything that you guys need me to help with that's... uh, doing something in the shower, like if you need to do paperwork in the shower or something, just let me know and I can give you some tips, you know. Okay, I, I might, if I just want you to do it, can I just kind of give it to you? If I just want a, a task done that's a little more wet? If, <laughs> mm. uh, no. More power to the, the marginalized group of efficient people. Um, the aficionites. The aficionites, if you will. The you aficionados. Know. The aficionados. Mm, oh, that's a good one. More power to the aficionados, you know. Thank you. We're, we're here to help. Reach out with your needs. You know, like a maybe we can set up a way to, for people to give you money. You know, sort of like a GoFundMe just to keep me going because you guys kind of try to get me down uh, today on on my efficient. God, he's activities. already played the victim card. Um, <laughs> Sound like he's crying for a little bit. Yeah. There. send me money so that I know that I feel like I need to keep going. Nobody encourages this. Send <laughs> me money. Uh, okay. Well, Alan wakes up. By just jumping in the shower and doing everything, everything that you might do, just with a water, <laughs> with water constantly being drizzled <laughs> over your head. That's, that's what Alan. <laughs> All right. So here's what I do. Uh, you know, my head comes off the pillow in the morning and, you know, I get up and I immediately want to be efficient like you. But what I have done is I have slowly collected handicapped men in wheelchairs <laughs> That are in various places around my house, mm-hmm. doing different tasks in my house. And what I do is I wake up in the morning and I slowly shift one from the other. So they're not doing the same thing every day. Like one morning, there's a, a handicapped man in a wheelchair, maybe washing dishes or washing clothes. And I wake up in the morning and I just shift them around <laughs> to, <laughs> to their next task. <laughs> so I just have a house full of, <laughs> I guess, they're like handmaids. Just, <laughs> just men dressed as handmaids in wheelchairs. You know, what's great about that is I don't want to do work. Mm-hmm. They don't have legs or legs that work. So basically, I will do my daily tasks with them. So I'll, I'll, maybe if I need to go grocery shopping, I will push them around the store. They grab the groceries off the shelves. They get to move around, and I don't have to do any work other than push them, I guess. But maybe I get another wheelchair man to push the wheelchair man Ooh. just around. It's like but do you wheel- still have to be there? I, you know, I <laughs> Who pushes the wheelchair man pushing the wheelchair man? I think, you know, you just get them at the top of the hill. They'll mm, figure it out. Momentum. Um, <laughs> And they just kind of maybe just a line of wheelchair people <laughs> pushing each other at the grocery store, just kind of getting my groceries. <laughs> I do want to say you gave me crap about kidnapping one person named Greg. Uh, <laughs> but then you go and enslave an army of wheelchairmen. Uh, they're not enslaved. Do they get paid? They get... <laughs> Are they there under their own free will? I think... I feel like they get paid in the you fact You can't that- pay them in, in hugs. That is yeah. not a currency. <laughs> So I, I, I can't hug them. No. Okay. Uh, Kisses uh, don't count either. I was not planning on hugging them. Um, I don't want to catch what they have. Sure. You know? Sure. <laughs> Handicappery. <laughs> we gripple. <laughs> they get paid in the fact that they get to park closer to buildings. You they know? would get that anyway. They were getting that without being under <laughs> your thumb. <laughs> but I, I tell them that's what they're getting paid with. I'm like, if you, you know, if you stay with me, you get to park closer to the Sam's Club, you know? <laughs> Uh, maybe I pay them in the fact that people will hold open doors for them. Again, you're just naming things that would happen anyway without you. They would have gotten, yeah, all these without all you. All of those without you. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't realized yet that 
the sticker that allows them to park at the front parking space is a government entity and not you. <laughs> not me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny that you've got old men who haven't figured out that you are the one putting the stickers out when they were born long before you were. I, they never said they're old. Oh. There are some old men, but I think the only criteria I have for you to be working in my in my estate is your legs can't work mm-hmm. and you can't read. If I find a f- person quote unquote uh, a person <laughs> that meets those two criteria they're very easy to take they're on wheels <laughs> so your estate you've got people working on your estate and they can't run away yes why have why has other societies not thought about this other societies always <laughs> took people that could run hmm. They didn't have wheelchairs back then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the wheelchair is not a wild concept. It's a very easy concept. I mean, I say you should get people with on iron lungs. <laughs> <laughs> they really can't run away. <laughs> you mean the, the 1950s polio? Yeah. <laughs> iron lung? The only thing keeping them alive is a giant machine just pumping air into them. Um, yeah, I think that would be kind of difficult for them to like grocery shop for me. Mostly because the iron lug is the size of a car. <laughs> Maybe they could be like your like your house staff. The okay. I, the iron lung just like has a room where they just do things in the room. Well, yeah. Just with like you know the head just sticks out of the iron lung. Isn't the thing mobile? I I mean I guess they essentially has on it too. They just all Somebody right. We'll just keep them in front of the sink. Yeah, just doing some dishes. Yeah, just doing with the their dishes. mouth. Yes. <laughs> It's like what do you call the the wheelchairs where you blow into them to to move around? Yeah, yeah. They, it's uh, essentially that. Yeah. yeah, have them by the front door as your greeting staff. That's what I was there thinking too. Mm-hmm. When I was thinking maybe a job that they could so have. So the first thing people see when they walk in, a <laughs> oh, man, you know, the iron lung. They're kind of on their back, <laughs> so yeah. with a machine the size of a car, and they're like, "Hello, welcome to Zach's estate." And, they and they're barely, having to like look upside down. <laughs> And people can barely hear the voice over the hissing of the iron lung. (laughs) 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 Like Darth Vader? Yeah. I put him in a Darth Vader hat, (laughs) like a a helmet. (laughs) You know, I don't think there's many left, but um, again, so like they're easy to, easy to, uh, I'm not going to say steal. You should. I'm not going to say steal. That's what the uh, police would surprise say. surprise adopt. They're easy to surprise adopt. With the amount of wheelchairs that you have, moving an iron lung around shouldn't be that difficult. You've got you've got enough of them to... Oh, do you think I should put it on like each corner, each leg on the wheelchair? Yeah. You could use yeah. them as that a dolly. That seems precarious. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like... I don't think you could get an iron lung that's been til- tipped over up. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> It's like a Voltron, but for handicapped people. <laughs> or just well, disabilities in general. The thing is, handicapped people, people in wheelchairs, they got to be strong, right? They have a low sense or center of gravity. It's hard to tip them over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got to yeah. have some kind of strength in there. You, you band enough of them together, I bet they could get that. Yeah, so like the person in the iron lung is in like a hospital, whatever, and then me and my band of wheelchair <laughs> individuals put on like masks. <laughs> Yeah, and they just you know we play like little because you're afraid of viruses because huh? you're afraid of oh viruses. yeah no I mean <laughs> we put on like <laughs> face masks too but I mean specifically like uh, uh, like a welder's mask yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah whatever <laughs> we just want to cover our face <laughs> and you're afraid of bright lights you don't want to hurt your eyes <laughs> so we put on welder masks to cover our face you know all of a sudden just throughout the halls of this hospital. There's just 12 to 15 people in wheelchairs just banging on walls because they can't see because of the welder's mask. Not a lot of peripheral sight out of them. <laughs> or they're just running into, running into walls and doors like, where's the guy in the iron lung? Well, it could be a lot like, you know how like horses have blinders when they when, when people ride them so that they don't look side to side? Yeah. The, so weld, the, the welder mask could kind of do the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, they I keep some set on their desk, and they don't get spooked by the things. <laughs> yeah, I don't want them to get distracted. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's what happens. We we put on masks, various masks. Could be welders, could be blinders. Our main goal is to go and surprise adopt that person in the iron lung and to take him back home to be a greeter. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? No. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I know. 
Um, do you think that your band of wheelchairmen that you have previously called handmaids are <laughs> <laughs> banding together to write a novel about their experiences and calling it a tale? The Handmaid's Tale had too many women in it. <laughs> I'm I sure just, this is similar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is very not similar. too similar. <laughs> a lot less rape. <laughs> So much less rape. It's not what they said. <laughs> Zach is using so much less, but not saying none. Yeah, so much less. <laughs> Again, we're talking about relativity here. <laughs> oh, man. Well, listen, what happens in the wheelchairman's corridor in my estate is up to them. There might be raping happening. I don't know. It might be like a prison shower. <laughs> oh, I know what goes Jeez. on down there. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's what I do in the morning. <laughs> um, oh, golly. Uh, you know. <laughs> I forgot the initial question. Yeah. <laughs> I did too. But, wait, there's no better way to start your day than either getting up and immediately taking notes about a man you've trapped in your crawl space named Greg. <laughs> or... Just showering, being wet while you do a bunch of tasks, <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> the better. American nut. Or not enslaving crippled people, but surprise adopting crippled people so they do tasks around your, your estate for you. No better way to wake up. You know, people say, wake up early, make your bed. It's the first success of the day. It makes you feel better. I say, no, we do things differently here. <laughs> In saying that, because we wake up so refreshed, we know a lot of facts. We do a lot of learning. So we're about to we're about to learn y'all a thing or two about sleeping. So let's do that. Did you know? Did you know? Did you know that it's all right to wonder? Did you know that it's all right to wonder? There are all kinds of wonderful things in this world. All right, so for our fact-heavy segment here, we're going to tell everybody facts about sleeping. You know, you do it for a third of your life, and it, so it's important, right? So we, people need to be knowledgeable about, you know, sleeping and waking up and the best way to be efficient. Uh, I'll, get, I'll get the first fact. Did y'all know research shows that in days leading up to a full moon, people go to bed later and sleep less. Although the reasons are unclear. What a fact. What a fact. <laughs> it didn't even tell us the reason. Do you know, insomnia is not defined by the sleep you lose each night, but by the drowsiness, difficulty concentrating, headaches, irritability, and other problems it can cause each day. Wow. Okay. Mm. Did you know, on average, we spend about two hours per night dreaming, mostly during REM sleep. Did you know sea otters hold hands when they sleep so they don't drift away? I'll do the same thing to you if your door's unlocked. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good fact. Good fact. It's a good fact. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fact I know 100% will happen. <laughs> Did you know if you get less than 13 hours of sleep a night, a little devil named Beelzebub will crawl into your thoughts and your mind and... <laughs> make you think that you're a gypsy boy and you want to <laughs> climb Mount Everest, but you can't. <laughs> you have you have rough nights, don't you? It's a common fact. It's just a fact. Okay, it's okay. Not, it's, it's not, not about me. You. It's not about me. Okay. It's just a fact. <laughs> Did you know it's extremely common to get up 11 to 12 times a night to go to the bathroom? Um, <laughs> extremely common. So if you're doing this, don't go to your doctor about it because it's not weird. Very common. Don't let your wife tell you, hey, you really need to see a doctor about this. Uh, you could have some kind of tumor pressing against your bladder. But no, it's not a problem. Did you know that in Bulgaria, the working class will go to sleep sitting at their table just so they can get up early the next morning? The Bulgarians, big, big, big aficionados. Yeah, yeah. You appreciate them. Did you know that women are 40% more likely to have insomnia than men are? And 100% more likely to tell you about it. <laughs> Did you know you actually fall asleep five times faster uh, if you're standing upside down on your hands? Um, 
as that blood rushes to your head, it allows you to kind of black out in a way. Uh, that's why the Sudanese are the most well-rested of all the countries. Did you know being awake for 16 hours straight decreases your performance as much as if your blood alcohol level were 0.05%? So, alcoholics, you don't even have to drink. <laughs> Just stay up. You'll get the same escape from reality. <laughs> you can kill just as many people when you're driving. <laughs> Did you know in the 17th century, getting up in the middle of the night was normal, but so was slavery. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you should do what they do. <laughs> sure, that's a causation, not a correlation. Yeah. <laughs> the average nap is about one hour. Anything longer than that is considered a coma. <laughs> You just think people in comas are like, they're just sleepy. Every night people go to into a coma yeah. when they sleep. <laughs> we had MLK Day the other day. So, Did you know if Martin Luther King Jr. was asleep instead of out smoking on his balcony, he wouldn't have been shot? <laughs> <laughs> the same can be said about Abraham Lincoln, right? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> just be asleep and you won't be shot? Yeah. If you weren't where you are at that current moment, but you were sleeping, you would still be alive. <laughs> Did you know that every morning, U.S. President Joe Biden drinks two quarts of Z-Quil, which is where he got the name Sleepy Joe? <laughs> two quarts, golly. Did you know over 30,000 Americans sleep inside their mattress like a nesting rodent? <laughs> <laughs> They they just they just burrow themselves in there. Did you know that forty percent of Americans believe in the boogeyman? The other sixty percent are the boogeyman. Sixty <laughs> percent of Americans are boogeyman. <laughs> Jesus. I, I like how those sixty percent don't count as a forty percent. Like they don't believe in what they are. <laughs> just the facts. Did you know, on average, men are supposed to sleep at least. 16 to 18 hours a day. So when your wife calls you a little sweepy boy, <laughs> she is right because you are. <laughs> you are a little sweepy boy. You're a little sweepy boy because you're a dog. <laughs> Did you know that because the Amish don't believe in the use of modern technology, that instead of using an oscillating fan to get to sleep, they'll just get their friend Jebediah to come blow on their face? To help them cool off during sleep. Like turning side to side. <laughs> yeah, he like turns his head, yeah. Did you know one in three Americans goes to sleep in a three-piece suit? One in Condu three <laughs> Americans? One in three. <laughs> so One of us in this room. <laughs> That's Who is the it? stat I'm going off of. <laughs> Who is it? Which one of y'all? Which one of y'all? You're looking at us when it's probably I'm guessing it's you. probably you. Yeah. <laughs> I like to be classy. <laughs> Did you know that one-fourth of Americans use a sound machine to go to sleep? I just crank a lawnmower in my bedroom and let it run all night. <laughs> let the carbon dioxide put you to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's very peaceful. <laughs> Did you know that 23% of adults have admitted to having a sleepwalk episode? Did you know 50% of adults have had an episode of sleep shooting <laughs> where they <laughs> where they get their nearest firearm and just do some pop-offs. <laughs> some desk pops into the roof. Did you know SLEEP is actually an acronym? Oh. Uh, yeah. It stands for Small Leathery Elephants Eat Problems. <laughs> How do we apply that to life? You just, every when time a problem sleep, comes up, you're just like, well... Small leathery elephants eat problems. They and, do. And people are like, oh, thank you. I'm comforted. Anytime yeah. you have a nightmare, just an army of little leathery elephants go and eat your nightmare away. Yeah, like it's a old tree leaf. <laughs> <laughs> You're schizophrenic. <laughs> Did you know that 8% of people have had an episode of sleep paralysis? The rest have waking paralysis and they live at Zach's house. <laughs> <laughs> waking paralysis is just life. <laughs> Did you know one of the best sleep aids is just to wail and cry yourself to sleep at night? <laughs> uh, just absolutely let out all your emotion into your pillowcase. 
especially if your wife is laying right next to you. <laughs> uh, it'll put her to sleep, too, so don't worry about that. Um, but you just continually just scream at the top of your lungs about how sad you are. And you'll fall I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> just tears flow. You're screaming. Everybody's asleep within five minutes. <laughs> just ignoring you because you're making it awkward. <laughs> Did you know one of the best sleep aids is actually full-blown AIDS. It's an <laughs> autoimmune disorder. You die quicker. <laughs> Did you know if you have trouble sleeping at night, the best way to get around that is to put cameras, post cameras all around your room and stream it live to every streaming website and <laughs> allow everyone to watch your every move as you drift restlessly into unconsciousness. <laughs> You've always been a content creator. Yeah, just... <laughs> It's all about content creation, and that's what really puts me to sleep at night is content creation. Being validated by people. Yeah, by Twitch chat. <laughs> but in saying that, let's let's give the Saturday workers uh, two more facts, but not only facts, some wisdom. So mm. what's y'all's one-liner wisdom for today? You know, they say a penny saved is a penny earned, but if you stop there, you'll end up homeless. <laughs> Yeah, inflation really is really taken over. Pennies yeah. aren't worth much. Yeah. No. Blankets may keep you warm for a day. Blankets may keep you warm for a night. But they won't stop Beelzebub from infesting your brain and your oh. dreams and crushing you <laughs> silently from the inside. <laughs> You're really going through something. Yeah. <laughs> God, he sweats. <laughs> it's hot in his house. I don't yeah. know. There you go. If you have a hypothetical you want answered, advice that you need from the three wisest people on the planet. If you have a subject that you want to know facts about, questionabledetourpodcast at gmail.com. Write us. Tell us about it. Also, tell your friends. But um, do you all want to be done? I guess. Sure. I mean, what a dream, you know? Hey, Belzy, he sleeps like a cartoon character. <laughs> I can see little breaths coming up in circles out of his mouth. How did we get this guy to torment? I don't know. He doesn't even look good as a gypsy boy. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even think the gypsies want him. <laughs> we got to convince this guy to be a gypsy boy? Uh, that would be such a beautiful gypsy boy. Oh, he got it. really confident over there. Misplaced. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't look in shape. There's no way he's climbing, climbing Mount Everest. Mm, no. Should we just give him a tambourine let him dance around? That's the only thing I know about gypsies. <laughs> I have no rhythm. Oh. <laughs> God, it's hot in here in his room. Does he not have air conditioning? Well, he's I mean, we're, sleeping in a greenhouse. We're demons. We've been to hell and it's hot in here. <laughs> it's not well ventilated. <laughs> not a lot of airflow. They say they say hell's the worst. This is hell. Having to, <laughs> having to torment him. <laughs> And in sleep. We could have tormented anybody. Yeah. We could have got anybody. We drew the short straw here. <laughs> it's great to have you. <laughs> <laughs> Expect the detour.